Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Flash on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Flash on Target. But I played the Arrow on Target theme because it was a crossover event. We crossed. We should, be, we should switch seats. Oh, gosh. It's for the crossover. For the crossover? Yeah. We're up. Uh... If you're on the only audio only version of this, this is weird. This is it's so know. weird to look, look at you from this side of the room. And the chair is very bouncy, isn't it? And it's like, I feel like I sit there and bounce half the time. Yeah, and this is very odd too. It's like one of those balls. Like I feel like it's one of those. Like do you feel like you're up high too? I always I, uh, feel like I'm like up high. I have armrests. I kind of like this. And you feel like you're kind of in like a throne situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel, like, I feel, I feel powerful. Like a king. Like, like a king. <laughs> um. So yeah, we had the epic. Uh, the thing we've been teasing for weeks. I yes, guess. Yes. You know. Um. And uh. So what were your initial thoughts? Okay. So, about the crossover event. This was an amazing. This is so weird. It's hard for me to like think. Do you because want, my brain is back. We're, we're gonna we're switch back. back. We're gonna we're switch back. back. Yeah, this is weird. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I just. I can't. I can't think right. Doing the podcast crossover dance. Oh, that's better. This that's is much better. better. I yeah, feel yeah. way more comfortable. Okay. So, Flash versus Zero. <laughs> I will. I want to. I want to lay it out there and say. Okay. This was probably the most fun episode of Arrow ever. You mean Flash? Nope. I mean Arrow. Of Arrow. <laughs> yes. I agree. Yeah. Um. It was really weird because like uh, they had a lot of involvement in this episode. Like. Yeah. They basically did everything. Um. I love the. Uh, and, and honestly, okay. So let's spend the first uh, few minutes talking about like just the, the the crossover aspect of it. Um. I think that. Uh, the the crossover did more for Flash than it did for Arrow, for sure. Definitely. Like, um, if you look at the ratings, even, like... Uh, the, the ratings did more for Arrow. Oh, did more for Arrow. Yeah, no, no. The ratings were awesome for Arrow. But uh, but it fed people that way. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, but I don't I'm know. saying in terms of story and, 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 like, and the, okay. the plot of, like, and character development and stuff like that, because you think about... Um, and before let's, this is the flash podcast, so we won't develop delve too far into it, but you think about like, there's a lot of character development as far as the flash characters, you know, mm -hmm. Iris, Barry, um, even, uh, I would, I would say, uh, Iris's boyfriend, um, Eddie, Did Eddie, you always forget his name, Eddie Thon, Thron, something like that. Throng. Throng. I don't know. It's... Uh, and you think about what's happened on arrow, you know, you've got the league of assassins, you've got Malcolm Merlin, you've got. Um, whatever's going on with Thea, you've yeah. got Sarah's murder, you've got Roy Ray Palmer. Did any of that get addressed this week? No. None of it got addressed. And that's why a while ago, um, about five minutes before we started, I was like, I can't believe that next week is the mid-season finale. Why? Because nothing is leading into anything. Well, and it's also like in the Arrow side of things, we've only got eight episodes before the mid-season finale. And that's a really short first half of the season, that's technically. really weird. Um, because they've got a whole, like, I mean, how many episodes would that be? Like 14, 15 episodes before yeah. uh, the, the big finale? Yeah. And so it's weird to have, like, that kind of a break. It's it's more normal to split it more near the halfway point. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was watching an interview or a, uh, a question and answer with uh, Stephen Amell, and he was talking about, like, okay, so what do they know? Like, what does he he as an actor know kind of his, about the story arc. And he's like, they tend to view it in like half of seasons. And so he's like, so we know about like the half a season. He's like, or even like more than that. He's like, we'll figure out about the first um, six episodes of the season or whatever. Like there's just mini arcs. And so they know about what's going on that way. But it's like, 
And so it's interesting that he said, you know, the first six or seven or eight episodes yeah. being the first quarter of a season in his mind, whereas we're at the halfway point now. I, I mean, well, not really in the halfway point. Like, we're, I mean, in terms of how many episodes there's going to be, like, we're not in the halfway point. Right. I, but as far as the, the TV season, traditionally. Right. I, I think that we're going to get, I think last year, wasn't last year, uh, wasn't the mid-season finale, that courtroom episode? That's true. Which was the most- arguably the worst episode of Arrow ever. Arguably, I would say definitively. Definitively, the that worst was episode probably of the ever. worst episode of Arrow ever. Um, there so, are way more plot holes in that one than there ever are in Arrow. So you know, so that you know, we'll see what happens next week in terms of the crossover. You know, like it. Um, and that's so. My point is, it didn't necessarily help Arrow as a right. show, right. but it helped the Flash a lot. Um, and to help spice things, some things up and move some things forward. See, I thought you were going to talk about how, like, as far as like viewership or like a crossover event, typically you want to, uh, basically cross pollinate some, some shows like where you have an audience of people dedicated to the flash and you have an audience dedicated to arrow and you want to bring them together. Um, and in that aspect, I think it did more for arrow than it did for flash because on the arrow show, they really didn't uh, tease us with this uh, previously. I mean, we did see one of the, like the guys that they're after the guy with the boomerang. Yeah. Um, we did see him in a previous episode, but it was like this weird teaser and it never really said, Oh, you're going to find out more about him on the flash. Right. You know, or whatever. Oh, it we was, saw a lot of commercials about it. I mean, you know, like I it guess. was a big deal. Like there's no way for you to not know that that was happening. I don't know. I mean, I feel like almost if you were a arrow fan, maybe you didn't realize exactly how big of a deal it would be. This is why I think that they, um, positioned flash the day before arrow. Mm hmm. Arrow, I don't, I don't know, was drawing more fans and was like, you know, it may slowly maybe accumulating more fans, but it, okay. it has such a dense, dense mythology. That's right. And you kind of have to know, like someone asked me the other day, they're like, you know, could I pick up Arrow now without knowing? And I'm like, oh, we can go have a whole lunch discussion about it. And then you can get, you know, catch up to it. Hop on the Wikipedia page. Yeah. <laughs> because like, there's all this backstory now, yeah. like with all the flashbacks on the Island and all the characters that we're dealing with in the show and what's happened, you know, to Starling city since this, the beginning of the show, there's so much backstory there that it's hard to jump in the middle of. And I think so they're, their fresh viewership and where I know that they've picked up a lot of new people or with flash. That's true. Um, because he's a more high profile superhero. Uh, there are people who don't know who green arrow is and don't really care, but they know who the flash is. And so they're going to watch the show. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it's a little bit more, uh, it's a little bit more bright and colorful. It's a little bit more, um, family friendly, if you will. Yeah. Um, just because it's, you know, it's the colors, it's the jokes, it's the, it's the superpowers, it's all of that. Yeah. Um, we've compared it a lot to like Smallville and that sort of thing. And so it's very much that type of an audience. Yeah. And so if you can bring that audience into the arrow and say, Hey, here's what we've been doing for three years. This is really cool too. Right. Maybe that would be a good way to do it. So yeah, it's a good, that's a really good point. Um, and it was a a behind the pilot. It was the highest rated episode of arrow, uh, of all time. Yeah. So, So, So it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. Uh, so, like, on, on in that in that sense, you know, the, those are their strategies for both of those, and uh, I think it paid off. You know, in terms of moving some plot forward in, in Flash, and also getting viewership to the Arrow. Something I did feel like they didn't do very well or didn't utilize very well was the whole they could do a part one and a part two. It's yeah. like we almost had these two completely separate episodes. And in fact, last week on, on uh, our podcast, we were thinking maybe we would do a one episode, one episode. Yeah. And talk about both in the same episode. Yeah. Um, and because of the way these episodes are very like, 
separate, we didn't end up deciding that that would probably be a good thing because if you've got somebody who maybe only watched one and then didn't care to finish or like watched the flash and didn't care to like watch the arrow one the next day, it's like, you don't want to, you know, be talking about these episodes that people haven't seen. So we decided to separate it out. So it's like, I feel like they underutilized that a little bit. Yeah. They're oddly separated. And honestly, I was kind of disappointed in that, you know, like where we start the flash and then all of a sudden, Oh, team arrows here. Surprise. Same thing happened in arrow. You know, we start the arrow and Oh, Team Flash is here. Surprise. You know, like, I don't, you know, like, yeah, it would have been cool if um, they could have kept kind of the same framework, um, just kind of built um, each story into each other. So while they're dealing, like trying to figure out who the boomerang man is um, in uh, in Flash, you know, they're dealing with the uh, I forgot, what was the guy's name for? This one? Oh, it was Flash. Prism. Uh, Prism. Was what they called him. And so like they're dealing with Prism. You have this big fight. You could make it so you don't really resolve the Prism storyline until in Arrow, and then they also figure out who Boomerang Man is, and then like it's all to be continued or whatever. Right. And it makes it like basically a two an hour and a half to two hour movie, you know, depending on commercials. Right. You know, and you could even package that together on a DVD and sell it later or whatever. Yeah, that would have been know? amazing. But yeah, like none of that happened, and and I think you know, uh, we'll talk. We can talk about this more in a second after we move on from this. But I think that the story suffered because of it. You know, like we didn't see them go get Prism, dude. And like, okay, so this is this was one of my biggest like. This is one of my biggest things about this episode that I was just underwhelmed about or didn't like. I liked a lot of things about this. I feel like the uh, the part, the first third of this thing was just beautifully done, like with the setup to bring them there, and and then then even like to the point of uh, the second act. I felt like the second act of this episode was incredibly good, mm-hmm. um, where even the whole scripting of why they fought, because like that was a big thing beforehand, was like why in mm-hmm. what world would they fight each other? Mm-hmm. But it's like they have this bad guy who mm-hmm. makes people angry, makes people want to kill each other. Mm-hmm. And so like that just made perfect sense. Yeah. And it was awesome to see a, basically a superhero fight where it's basically, you know, people get together and they say, Oh, what, who would win in a fight Thor or uh, Captain America? Right. And then to, you know, it's like obviously comic book people and movie people and now TV people, they have to, they have to do that. Yeah. They have to play out those, those, yeah. you know, mental fantasies or whatever. Yeah. But in this way, it was a major plot point, and yeah. that was nice. But honestly, like the fact that we didn't see them come and take, like, come together and take him in, right? Like that is an obligatory scene. Yeah. Like that's what you would call, like, as you were, you know, scripting something or, or whatever. That's an obligatory scene because we set up the the thing that started all of this. Right. The reason that they had to team up was that character right. coming into the bank and making everybody angry and stuff. So to see him not get taken down yeah. was one of the most like anticlimactic things ever. Uh, especially since he had already like, um, uh, basically what do they call it? Like whenever they were enraged, whammied, whammied. Yeah. He'd already <laughs> good grief. It reminds me of, uh, of uh, Pogs? An- anchor. No. Well, that was a whammer. Oh, a slammer. Slammer. That's oh, what it was, slammer. slammer. And then on Anchorman, uh, whatever, I can't remember, the sports guy, he's always like, whammy. That's funny. Anyway, they'd already whammied Flash. That's the second, okay, so that's the second, like, Anchorman reference today. Somebody, really? Earlier today, somebody uh, sent a picture of, like, whenever they're having the fight, and I, I made the quote of, uh, where, Brick, where did you get a grenade? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so, like... They had already whammied Flash, so you would think that this is a pretty formidable opponent that yeah. they're going up against, and it's going to take all their, both of their powers together to to take him in, you know. Yeah. And we don't see any of it. Yeah, 
Well, like they had just like this, the scene that we had just seen, they just overcome their differences or overcome, uh, this thing in order to unite and take him down. Right. Like that's, that's the next scene in your mind is like, okay, now we're, now that we're buddies again, we get to go take this guy down and we never saw it. We only saw the aftermath. Like champ kind is the character on Anchorman. (laughs) If, if, if you see, like if, if I were to like, punch you in the face and we're fighting or whatever. Yeah. And like, we've got to go do something. Right. You know, and, but then we unite in our differences or whatever. And we, you know, we're going to go do this thing. Yeah. Like you would expect to see it. Well, this was the interesting way, you know, like, whereas, you know, um, you know, you see Batman fight Superman or something in the comics. A lot of times it's over, it's over, uh, differences in how they want to behave in a specific situation. Yeah. Um, whereas this was like basically mind control, yeah. Um, which I liked the way that we got around that because it didn't have to be like they. I kind of thought that they were gonna they were gonna pit Barry That's and right. Oliver against each other based on how they both deal with conflict right. and you know like where Oliver borderline tortures people and Barry uh, doesn't. You know, like I thought it was gonna be kind of over that. They kind of went down that started going down the road, and we don't we'll deal with that more in Arrow and where it ended up. Yeah. If you wanna if you would like to say there was a unifying narrative, like a through line right. narrative through both of these episodes, that was it. Right. Um I, I like that way because I like it better because we didn't have to to because otherwise these guys are enemies forever. They don't really trust each other because they don't like each other's um, methods. Me- yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I liked the way that they did it with mind control, where it's not like, well, we're not really enemies right now. Let's talk about the fight for a second. Yeah. Okay. I believe that yeah. Arrow won. Dude, I totally thought Arrow won. Yeah. Too. Like right? what was this? What was this tie stuff? Yeah, you know. I think I think that's just Cisco being like, "Oh, we tied, right?" Dude, here. what was hilarious to me about this episode was Cisco and uh, <laughs> and Diggle. Like Diggle's reaction to the Flash yes. was amazing. Um, and it's like any normal person would react that way to the Flash. Like yes. when he first runs up, the look on Diggle's face is just like wonder, just befuddlement yes. at, at his speed. Well, let's talk about the fight, and we can do that again in a second. Okay. Okay. So the fight. Okay. Definitely Oliver won. Oh yeah, because for sure. we can agree to this. If you, if well, I just want to, for those people out there who think that Flash won, I want to uh, put up a good argument for why okay. I believe this. I may play devil's advocate here in a second, but yeah, mm. go for it. Well, if you if you define winning and losing by who achieves their goal, it's true. Oliver wanted to stop the Flash. Yep. The Flash wanted to kill Oliver and hurt him. Yep. Which one happened? He got stopped. Exactly. Oliver, Oliver really didn't get hurt that bad. Nope. Although, um, this was one of the most exciting uh, fight scenes we've seen on either show. Oh, yeah. And I love the whole, like, he pulls... I mean, he tried to kill him. Oh, he, he did. He, he, he's about to fall to his death. Oliver uh-huh. pulls out the bow and shoots it again. And, like, I love the shot whenever he just, like, comes down, like, hits, hits the hard. end of the rope real hard and, yeah. like, falls off. You know, like, that was cool. Dude, I have to say, this was, like, not only, like, one of the best fight scenes in either of these shows, but it's also one of the best superhero fights, like, that I've seen. Yeah. Because you look at... Um, you look at other superhero fights and like whether the Avengers, like the Avengers. And it's like, none of them are really like, they're just punching each other. Yeah. Like none of them are using their, their specific skill set necessarily right. to actually get the job done. Right. Um, it was always something in the Avengers fight that I didn't understand that, you know, he didn't set his hammer and like, let it go. Cause it's like, he could just wait somebody down with his hammer. He could wait the Hulk <laughs> down cause nobody can pick it up anyway. But like, that's beside the point. Like they're using their specific skills 
like arrow with his with the things where he's shooting him in the back and then they explode and all you know all of that stuff. It was just nice to see that. Um, where you see that in the comic books a lot, you see that a lot in like maybe animated uh, series or animated movies. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times in live action stuff, they shy away from using the specific stuff to to actually just punching each other or to like landing a punch that sends somebody through a building or something like that. Like it, it's spectacle over um, specifics of like getting into the character. I mean, it was unbelievably, I thought it was unbelievably violent just in the fact that they used the excuse that Barry can heal quickly to, you know, stab him straight through the leg oh, dude. and, you know, to shoot him in the back earlier in the episode. Like yeah. you normally don't even see that stuff on Arrow. Mm-mm. Like you'll see someone kind of get shot, but you won't like, it's not like you see the whole thing going one side and out the other side of the leg. Right. Right. It was wild. Yeah. And it was almost, uh, it's weird because uh, it was Hunger Games-esque, like, because in Hunger Games, especially, like, Catching Fire, you have these very, like, violent things that happen, but they don't have blood, and so it can be, you know, rated lower or whatever. So, like, in that instance, it's like, he gets stabbed in the leg, but there's no blood, and so it's like, no blood, no foul, right? Like, <laughs> yes. It's not, it's not real, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, I, I did have a thought while it was happening, though. I was like, man, you know, I can see why... Uh, the Flash would be in Justice League and Arrow wouldn't. Yeah. Just because the Flash's powers are so unbelievable, you know. Um, but, you know, you then, you know, the way that they've built up Arrow, you, it totally makes um, him believable, you know, in in that he has the the capacity to outwit and outsmart Flash because he's just going too fast for his own good. He's not yeah. thinking ahead like he, like Oliver said earlier in the in the in the episode. Yeah. What's interesting about like that side of things is that whenever uh whenever Batman is in in a fight with these people or whatever, usually Batman is the one that like will end up on top yeah. at some point, like unless like something crazy happens or whatever, Batman is usually the guy that wins. And I think in this universe right now until we introduce like a Batman um, it like Oliver is the stand-in for that kind of a character. This oh, yeah. really smart. This really like the, he has no no line. Mm-hmm. You know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. So, uh, let's let's kind of go down that road. Yeah. I loved seeing this dark the Oliver's dark um kind of imagery and way of doing things in Central City. It was super cool to see everyone's reactions to uh Oliver as well because like. It's interesting how desensitized we become watching the era because we've yeah. been watching him for three years, right? And uh, and and you know, for I guess for a year or so, he hasn't been killing people, right? And so it's like we're so desensitized to his methods, where it's like he puts an arrow in a guy or whatever, mm-hmm. and and you don't think anything of it, but then you see how the people in in Barry's world, you know, they react, and it's like. Yeah, you're kind of right. This is this is pretty brutal. He is yeah. kind of like beating up on people, you yeah. know. <laughs> so, but, but then again, you know, like uh, we talk, you know, we talk. They, they have a conversation later in Arrow about how the differences between the two cities, and they're right. You know, like, and that's the differences between the two shows. You know, Flash oh, yeah. is very cheery and hopeful and uh, and funny, and yeah, they're fighting these villains, but they don't really like. You know, they're kind of goofy villains sometimes. Yeah. This guy turns into smoke, and this guy turns into metal. You know, like yeah. what is that? Well, <laughs> even like on Arrow, the uh, the characters Cisco and uh, and Caitlin, they have that conversation with uh, with Felicity mm-hmm. uh, and Roy, and uh, they they say something like to the extent of, well, we deal with you know people who have superpowers so many times that it's like it. it it's not real to us because yeah. they're like, it's unbelievable what they can do. And right. so we don't really 
you know, connect with it on right. such a gritty level. And I don't think we, we, we haven't had a, a villain, a good villain on the flash yet. Like we have in arrow, you know, where somebody yeah. who like actually feels like a real threat, you know, uh, I think there's been some close calls, but yeah, I but really, a lot of that is because the team is new and, and it's like, they haven't gotten their feet under them yet. It's like, I, I don't think they've really encountered something, um, that has truly threatened, you know, threatened the entire city. Well, I don't in think it way. was as as corrupt of a place as Starling City was in the first place. True, true. I really love, you know, the the training scene between um, Barry and Oliver. Uh, I love the things that Oliver is trying to teach, yeah. teach Barry. Yeah. I also love, like, in that scene, um, whenever he does shoot the arrows, it's like... Barry legitimately is surprised by this. Yep. It's like he's worked with with Oliver before. He knows who Oliver is and he like He thinks he knows. Well, he thinks he knows. But then it's like he is still surprised by like the extreme that he went to on a training thing. Yeah. I also love whenever Felicity ends up talking, she's like, did he, he shot you? You know, or, or it's like, <laughs> did he like, really shoot you? Yeah, did he really shoot you? And he's like, you knew he was going to do this. And she's like, well, you can't really tell whenever Oliver is joking. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's like that, that's always really fun stuff to, to throw out there. Um, Harrison, I wanted to mention Harrison's reaction to, or uh, Oliver's reaction to Harrison there at the end. Yeah. That was a big thing. Like, I feel like that might turn into some other reason to cross over in some way. For sure. And I, and I hope they do. Like, I want them to, you know, to cross over um, again. I'm, I'm okay if they do it several times a season. Yeah, you me know? too. Like, because at, as we saw this week, it, they don't ha- it doesn't have to have world-shattering implications for either show if they cross over. You know, like, right. no, I mean, nothing came out of these, the ends of these shows that, wouldn't necessarily normally happen if they hadn't crossed over. True. And so, like, if they do, I mean, that makes a, a better case for crossing over because it excites your fan base. Um, I grant, like, you can't do it all the time or else people get tired of it. Um, right. And they won't watch every single time. But, right. you know, hype it up, you know, two, three times a season. And, you know, that's perfect for me. You know, it's, uh, uh, Catherine, my wife, mentioned that um, Harrison meeting Oliver and he says, I knew you, I met your dad at a charity event once, or I hung out, you know, and I knew him. And, uh, and she brought up the fact that Oliver's dad, like, isn't really the nicest guy in the world. And so for him to say, I knew your dad and I liked him yeah. and, and it, it doesn't mean anything to Oliver. It means watch out for me. It makes, it throws up those things. So it's right. like her point was maybe he looks in the book and Harrison's, Harrison's name, name is in the book and that'd be amazing. That'd be crazy, right? That'd be wild. That'd be nuts. Man, I hope that happens. It'll blow your mind, wouldn't it? Or maybe whenever he finally, like, whenever something finally does come to light about Harrison, then he looks in the book and goes, "Oh, I should have known all along." <laughs> <laughs> well, this, uh, well, I guess another side of that is, I would think by now that Oliver would have everyone's names in the book memorized. Maybe. I mean, he's had it for five years, or no, eight years now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, and for five of them, he was on the, you know, training and on the island, all that kind of stuff in Hong Kong. Um, And he has it the whole time. I can't, I can't believe that he wouldn't have them memorized. Well, year one, whenever we're uh, of Arrow, whenever we're crossing off names and stuff, like at that point, um, you kind of have this, uh, I guess he's crossing off these names, but he never really like recalled one necessarily. He would always just pick one and then take them down, yeah. pick another and take them and down. He's just working his way down the list. Right. So it's like, I don't know that he necessarily had him memorized then, yeah. but I don't know. You're right. He might by now, you know, he might've, uh, might've 
put those to memory. It seems like a, a handy thing to have is a big list of bad guys in your brain. Yeah, for sure. The, um, uh, it was cool seeing uh, the way that. Okay, so this is my thing. Both both shows have people who don't know who the respective superheroes are. Right. Thea doesn't know who Oliver is. Right. And um, Iris. Iris doesn't know who Barry is. They need to fix both of those situations. Agreed. It's just getting ridiculous. Agreed. Um, like the fact, you know, at the end of this episode that Iris is like, you know, kind of taking a step back from Barry, like the same thing can be accomplished if he just tells her who he is. Yeah. Like we don't have to go through all this. Like you're putting these characters in such terms, and I don't understand why you do it as a writer, but as a, like it doesn't make sense for the characters to do this. Yeah. It's interesting as well, like with Eddie. Eddie needs to know as well. Yeah. Um, like just, I mean, Man. Because it's like he's a partner with Joe. He is literally hunting down the era or the Flash now. And not only that, he got beat up by the Flash whenever he was whammied. Yeah, who's not to think that the Flash is a public menace now and they're going to come after him? Yeah, I mean, he's. Now, li- he, he beat up a cop. Yeah, he beat up a police officer. It's like, come on. You know, they're going to. The police force is obviously going to come after him. Because not only that, like, I mean. Obviously, he's in the office there, and then uh, Captain Singh, which I know I'm kind of his director Singh from the comics, but it's D- Captain Singh mm-hmm. uh, is sitting there, and he literally couldn't, like, he doesn't care. He doesn't even care enough to really listen to Eddie as he's giving him his pitch. He's eating his lunch. Because what has The Flash done to uh, make anyone think that he is a villain? Yeah, no, nothing, other I mean, than how- to bust some, some criminals. Hey, Eddie's like, you know, hey, I'm going to arrest him and bring him in. On what charges? What are you going to charge him with? Yeah, first of all, you don't even think he exists. Second of all, it's like if he does exist, he hasn't done anything wrong yet. But he has now. He has now. He's beaten, beat up somebody. Um, and, and so it's interesting to see that as well. And I wonder, like, what does that stem from in, from Eddie's side? Like, why was he so adamant about, like, finding him? Well, because, I mean, is it just because of Iris's obsession where he's like, hey, I want to find him and prove that he's a bad guy? Or, like, what is what was his problem with the Flash prior to this? I, I really don't know other than, like, he's jealous of the attention that, you know, Iris gives to the Flash. And that's a he weird, doesn't really seem that petty. You I know, know he doesn't seem, and that's a weird motivation. At first, I thought at the beginning of the episode because he was acting acting um, weird. They were they were all saying they were hungry and all that kind of stuff, and they were all kind of like annoyed at each other and like really sharp. And I thought like they're hangry. Yeah, they're hangry. I thought that like before we understood how the actual anger thing worked, I thought that they were like everyone in the city was getting angry at each Ooh, other. That'd be you know? crazy. And so, and so whenever I thought that in my mind, those situations made sense. Yeah. And everyone's responses made sense. Since that's not the case, I don't know why they acted the way yeah. they did. It doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm trying to think back, like, last episode or the episode before, whenever Eddie potentially saw the Flash or something. Maybe it's just because he's it's something that's weird is going on and he wants to find out. But he needed a, a, some sort of a, a directive to do it uh, and funding to do it somehow. Um, something I did want to mention about the bad guy, Prism. Mm-hmm. Um, in the comics, he's not really called prism he's called something else i can't remember what what that that villain's name is but he can project more than just one emotion more than just anger Mm -hmm. he actually can project any emotion Mm -hmm. we didn't see any of that and i don't know if that's not been developed with his character yet Mm -hmm. but like you can project like um jealousy or like whatever onto somebody else and it's like it can get really like complex that way Mm -hmm. so maybe later on we see a more satisfying storyline with this 
kind of a cool bad guy. Yeah, you really know? cool bad. I mean, is he basically in the prison underneath Star Labs? Apparently, we, we don't know. Well, I mean, that's well, they were locking him away, and uh, and Oliver walks back and goes, "I've got an island in the oh yeah yeah you know yeah yeah in the yes, Asian South Asian Sea." Yeah, I forgot about that. So I mean, like you see him get locked up, but he doesn't have a good conclusion to to his really storyline, and so I'm hoping that we see this cool character again. Yeah. Um, we really don't know anything about that guy either. Like no. his past, we don't know any of that. We didn't have time for any of that. If no. they had made this a true like crossover episode where it's a part one and part two, we could have had time for that. Yeah. Um, and I think that either villain on either show could have been a formidable opponent, and they both could have you know existed in the same show. That it just had to be structured differently. Right. But apparently this guy wasn't that bad to take down because we didn't even see it. No, so apparently not. I still like the 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 best thing about the episode though um, to me was the music where we had both Arrow and Flash music Super together cool. in both shows. It was kind of like this is amazing. It was so weird. Like in, yeah, in both shows, uh, it was so weird to hear one go into the other, like the uh-huh. Flash theme. Then you like you're like, wait a second, is that the Arrow theme? Yes. And then in the other other episode, it's like the, it's doing this Arrow music in the bottom of the that whole yep. that thing and then it goes in straight into the arrow theme and you're like what is this yes so good <laughs> yeah it was amazing i also loved uh actually seeing oh we see it on arrow and i just don't know like why they don't behave like this you know like the team was you know out on this mission in a central city and they're like cool with each other no one's upset no no one's brooding and all that kind of stuff and they're on a road trip man yeah, nobody, can, road be, trip, nobody like, can be mad like, like, hey, on a we're road get, trip we're getting big belly burger we're on a road trip we're eating some food we're just joking around <laughs> you know like but they go to on arrow they go to quarter maltese and it's just like hmm. I know, right? Yeah, they're all angry at each other. Yeah, it's weird. I think no a lot. One smiles. A lot of that has Everyone's been depressed. like dealt with on Arrow over the last few weeks, and it's like it's at this weird standstill. There still is some like that tension, that underlying tension between Oliver and Felicity on this episode. But it's like we've dealt with a lot of like that publicly uh, recently, right? That's and true. so for us to go to Central City and like have a good time, still, I feel like that w- is more believable. Because even on the the Arrow episode, we didn't really have much, I guess, inter team conflict right. going on, which was nice to see. Yeah. But you're right; I, I like that side of the uh, the team more than I like the whole like dramatization where <laughs> oh, you're making me mad. You know, <laughs> where was Roy? Why was he not here? I don't know. It's like and they I didn't think, even say any like throwaway line like, oh, he's he's making sure Starling, Starling City stays." That's what you cool. would assume is that he's watching the city. You know, this Arsenal is is, <laughs> is back at Starling watching the city while they investigate. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I, it's it's weird like how they kind of tossed up both of the uh, both of the episodes and just kind of happened to show up mm-hmm. in each other's towns, right? And uh, yeah, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. One of the last thing the end of the episode where we meet the the mm, woman yes. at the uh, at the coffee shop that's that was okay. so do you know do you do you yeah that well that was the girl who um uh, moira paid off who yep. like oliver has a, a son with so like is it a son or is it just a child well i, thought, I didn't know if it was a son or a daughter i thought it was a son okay it might have been um, crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Just that's going to come up back to bite us. I didn't necessarily see that coming coming back, um, especially not on the Flash, and um, the fact that she's in Central City well, is she very moved, intriguing. She moved to Central City, like that's where she moved to. Right. I just didn't see that. Like you know, I was you know, I it's a cool way to tie it in. I'm not yeah. saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying like I just didn't expect it. Yeah. Um, Me neither. And. Uh, and I, I really didn't realize who she was until she brought up Moira. Like, I heard about your mother. And I'm like, wait, why does she why does she care about his mother dying? 
And it's like, wait a second, is that? And I went, yes, it is. Mind blown. I don't know where they're going with it. Like, you know, and when it will come up again, this is the thing that Arrow keeps doing. They keep like, they've got all these storylines. This is another, another big, huge, you know, potential storyline. Oliver's son, who is probably at this point, you know, like what, um, well, if, if she he paid did him before off, the like island. a few a few years, he could be ten years old at this point. He probably, you know, is. who is the, at that point old enough to train, old enough, to, you know, like that's crazy, you know, like that's a whole that's a potential storyline that we probably won't see, probably maybe not even the rest of the season. <laughs> Do you think that Malcolm knows? If he does, I mean, does does Malcolm? I can't remember right now. Does Malcolm know who Oliver is? Yes, yes. for sure. So then, yeah, I'm sure he knows. Yeah. But he's not. I feel like he could use it later on in the season whenever we end up having that conflict. He could. Um, You know, and I wouldn't put past Malcolm to mess with Oliver's family just to get back at him, you know, because he's messed with his family. Right. Anyway, just wanted to bring that up. Just throw it out there. Yeah. Because that's all they did. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like Arrow has like 15 different soccer balls that they're kicking across a field and they're all going to get across the field, but it's like they only kick one at each week. If that. Yeah. Um, Sometimes they throw a whole new soccer ball in there. In terms of character development for the flash, I like where we've ended up. You know, we've got basically some um, more tech for Cisco and, and uh, Caitlin to deal with. Um, we kind of see a little bit more of where Harrison stands in terms of. Oh, what's interesting is, as evil as he is, I mean, and as and as threatening as he is, and the the things that he will do, he doesn't want Barry doing them, which is interesting. Um, yeah, or or at least he doesn't want Barry um, doing them without uh, without him telling him to do it. It's also interesting how he reacted to Oliver in that, like, he doesn't want a different murderer mm-hmm. to interfere with Barry. Right. You know, it's like it, he can, he can interfere all he wants. Right. But it's like, so, as soon as somebody else comes up to threaten, and I, mean, I think he even kind of used those terms yeah. to threaten the team. It's, you know, he's very controlling. Right. And he even looked up like he, he looked into the future and saw who Oliver right. was, you know, I also like seeing character development between, um, Eddie and Iris. I still just still hold like they just need to tell Iris who Barry is. Yeah. It's ridiculous that she doesn't know at this point. Yeah. And that's got to be fixed soon. This is getting old. Yeah. And it's obviously affecting her. It's like, you're, you're not telling everyone. Yeah. You're not telling someone something that directly affects their life. Yeah. It's like, it would be completely different if it didn't have anything to do with her. And it's like danger, but yeah, it puts her in danger, not only from, um, from villains, but from the flash himself. Right. You know, whenever he had this, he was whammied. It's like, he, Almost killed Eddie. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Anyway, it's like it directly affects her life. Tell her about it. Come on, Joe right. and uh, and Barry. Right. It's like one it's of you guys rid- just needs to, ridiculous. needs to tell her. Um, I think that basically covers everything that I wanted to talk about. I liked this yes. episode a lot. I liked it a lot, too. I still, like I said, it's like they had this very perfect setup. They did a very perfect, like, mm-hmm. complications, like where mm-hmm. they're increasing all of this, you know, stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. But then we didn't really see the climax one thing, I did love seeing uh, uh, Barry go off on the police commissioner. That was really funny. That was amazing. That was great. Because he's a douchebag. Well, like, the, the police commissioner, like, through the whole of the uh, entire, like, he's like this 
they have him as like this bumbling kind of guy through the whole series. Yeah, so for far. the whole series, they've portrayed him as this as this really weird kind of character who like tells Barry to clean up his room, yeah. and, like, and uh, and it doesn't care enough about his police officers to pay mm-hmm. attention to them whenever they're talking to mm-hmm. him or whatever it be. Yeah, you know, he's so self involved that he doesn't even notice this weird stuff about Barry. Yeah, it's like somebody who directly talks to him, like whenever he goes to the crime scenes, right? And Barry shows up late, and he you know knows all this stuff already yep. it's like he doesn't this guy is just they've portrayed him as this bumbling kind of idiot and it's like i'm kind of yeah him telling him off was good but it's like i'm kind of over them like putting on this characterization on top of the uh the the director see i don't I don't, I don't really get you know him necessarily as a bumbling idiot i think him he's just he's just too busy and doesn't care about anything <laughs> he's just like come on just do your job like <laughs> i don't have time for this crap just That's you know true. And so he's coming in a crime scene. He's like, why is this not figured out already? <laughs> why haven't we guys. solved this murder? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. how I see him. Yeah, I, I can see that. that. That makes more sense. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so weird to see uh, see Barry in anger mode. Yeah, I loved it. It was, it was crazy. so weird. Because like, that was interesting as well. Like I, Even visually, it felt like after he got hit, it felt like everything looked darker. Mm-hmm. Everything just vibe-wise wasn't mm-hmm. as bright and was the tension was growing. They and, fought at night. Yeah. You know, it turned more into kind of an arrow kind of feel. It really did. It got so dark really fast, and I liked that about it. There was this kind of night and day difference where it's everything prior to that was happy. Yeah. And was, you know, and then everything after that was terrible. Yeah. You know, I also just loved um, Iris's reaction to Oliver Queen and she was like starstruck. Yeah, very starstruck by the by the fact Oliver or uh, Barry, Barry knew Oliver yeah. Queen. She's like, I can't believe you you didn't tell me you know Oliver Queen. Which I don't know. He goes, oh, by the way, I know Oliver Queen. I don't know how he explains that one to her. No, I was like, I mean, obviously, <laughs> maybe it was whenever he was in Starling to work that case earlier in yeah. the year. I don't know. You're maybe. right. It's just it doesn't. Yeah, because it's like, how do you explain that? Hey, I know this, you know, billionaire or ex billionaire. We also have to say. So uh, now more people know who Oliver, who, who the arrow is. Yeah. What's like, let's get a lid on this thing. <laughs> Good grief, dude. Tell the people you want to tell. <laughs> yeah. And not the people you don't want to tell. Yeah. But the opposite is happening. Well, it's also funny that like Harrison punished uh, Felicity for not giving him what he wanted. Yeah. Uh, by telling everyone as opposed to her just telling him. Yep. So yeah. What a jerk, dude. Dude, I, that guy, he is... Whew, he's a case. Like he is a control freak, man. So weird. Yep. All right, so we're gonna wrap up the uh, the entire talk. Like, if you watch both of these episodes, make sure you check out uh, Arrow on Target. Yep. And uh, and yeah, I mean, do you want to wrap boots up? Boots on or boots off? Boots on for sure. Yep. Boots on. I've got quotes for this one. All right, quotes. We've got a lot of quotes. There was a lot of quotes right, in both the of these episodes. Ones. The best ones. We've got uh, anger, fear, hate. A Jedi feels not these things. <laughs> Come on. Nobody else is feeling that quote. I, lo- I love Cisco with yes. his weird nerdy stuff. References. Yeah. And then there was Diggle. You're fast. That was a good one. I yeah, like that one. Yeah. And then we have, there's something off about that guy, about Harrison. And then we have, um, let me see. We'll help you catch your bad guy. Metahuman. I'm not calling him that. Yes, that was amazing. I loved his just, and then he ends up calling him a metahuman later on. He calls him so. a metahuman, and he like he he makes uh you know you guys name your villains silly names, and yeah. then uh, Barry says something about Deadshot and the Enchantress. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah, no, it's a Huntress, Huntress Deadshot, and and uh, and whatever. Yeah, but uh, then we have a cold gun would come in real handy right about now. 
Yes. <laughs> Which was true. This is true. That was very true. Well, he got he got a slap on the wrist for that. He did. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it basically. And then then there was the oh my shirt's on fire. Oh man, that was that, that was, was crazy. That was nuts. Yeah. Anyway, uh, check out Arrow on Target. Yep. StayOnTargetPodcast.com. You can find us online there. You can also find us in iTunes. We will talk about the second half of this crossover two-part episode. Well, it wasn't really two-part, but this, uh, these crossover episodes um, on uh, Arrow on Target. Yep. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Flash, Flash on Target. On Target.